0: Carbonly Conversation. Quick question. Is this the podcast? Are we doing the podcast right
1: now? All right. Hello everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Carbonly Conversations. Got your boys, Chad and Shane, here this morning. Oh, that you How's do. How's it going, Chad? I'm well. I hear you. Blessed, never stressed. Um, Blessed, never stressed. I love <laughs> that one. That's going to be my new hat. <laughs> As you know, this is a podcast where friends examine the intersection of community, lifestyles, and consumption in our lives. Um, this podcast was created for us to share our stories, motivate actions that lessen our carbon footprint, And create a space for listeners and community members to share their Carbonly journeys as well. Um, Please follow us. Like, comment, subscribe on Instagram, YouTube, um, TikTok, Twitter, pretty much any of the major social media platforms that you use. You have access to some of our content. And um, if you're wanting to listen to more episodes of this, of our podcast. Scroll down to the show notes. Click on "Find and Join the Conversation," and that'll give you access to all of our episodes. I believe we're at this. Will be about number fifty-two, if I'm correct. Maybe a little bit more. Maybe a little bit 60. more. Yeah, closer yeah. to
0: sixty. But at, I think after fifty, do you keep counting? That might be an age question. Uh,
1: <laughs> that might be age, but yeah, let's. I don't want to be. Yeah, I don't want to stress myself out and trying to. Remember the number, but yeah, check, check it out. Join the conversation on all of our um, episodes that we have. And please, you know, contact us, leave us comments, any ideas that you may have of topics you want to hear us discuss. We're all ears. Definitely all ears. So, well, this, Shane, yeah, I was going to say this episode is about junk. So junk. in the fall. We wanted to put them the together. Fall. That's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, as some of you may be
0: experiencing, at least I'm going to just say selfishly, I know I am. The season has officially turned here in New York. And I woke up Friday morning. And I'm like, oh my God, it's cold. It's yep. 58 degrees. Like I can't sleep on top of my covers. You know, I need to actually use a blanket, which was amazing. It made me really happy. And then it got me thinking about like the turn of the season, the change in the times, and and reflecting a little bit on like what that meant for me as a kid growing up and as an adult, and it's like fall cleaning, the fall cleanout session, you know, the junk, the removal, the junk removal. Yep. Um. So we wanted to do a quick, a quick little carbonly ditty on a uh, on the, the the feelings of fall around cleanup, and what are some ways that you can do that in a carbonly way. Um so Shane and yeah. I are here today to to share a little bit about one eight hundred got junk. Um, because lo and behold, a good friend of mine was sharing that she just used them to help alleviate primarily stress that she had in her life, but also a whole bunch of junk in her house that like she was sharing, like I got this thing and never installed it and it's been sitting there or she lives in, you know, further south, so she uses dehumidifiers and and ac units and after they break she doesn't have a place to put them so they were able to come and pick those up amongst other things and again like the big stress reliever but then while we were chatting about it she's like and did you know <laughs> like they the majority of the stuff they collect they divert from landfills they're not just like a a straight from we you pay us to pick up your stuff and we dump it yeah. in the landfill they actually have um create some systems to donate it, to resell it, to upcycle it, to bring it to like thrift stores or churches or other local nonprofits that they partner with that community group. There's a little bit of what I think Shane correct me here, but we learned that 1 800 got junk. It's a privately held company, but they franchise out yep. across Canada, Australia, and the United States. Yep. And then those of you that aren't familiar, um, you've probably seen their jingle, or maybe seen an ad, but it's usually like two dudes next to a big 1-800-got-junk truck dumpster yeah. that's all blue, and yeah. all you see is 1-800-got-junk. I have a feeling that they named themselves in the era before the internet, um, just like 1-800-Flowers um, did as well, <laughs> but now it's 1-800-Flowers.com. Yeah. It's 1-800-got-junk.com. Anyways, I'll stop rambling here, but it just made me wonder like how sustainable are they? What are some sustainable things or like in our, our parlay, some carbon like things that we can do to, to get in that fall season and clean up.
1: Yeah. And what came to mind um, when you, when you mentioned 1-800-GOT-JUNK and when, when actually you, you, I think you sent me a text message saying like, Hey, did you know that they recycle and things like that is I recently had my um, my bathroom remodeled, and um I remember so the guy you know the the crew when they first came to start the demolition, they brought like a big trailer and then just basically threw all the old drywall flooring everything in this trailer mm-hmm. filled it up over the couple of weeks that they were here and I remember when they were about to take the trailer to the landfill. They're just like, hey, is there anything else you've been wanting to throw out? Like we can throw it in and just add it to the land, you know. And so they they also explained to me how they pay. um, I think it's by the yard to drop Mm -hmm. off stuff at the landfill. So they found they have this one closer out to where they live, deeper in the country of of Ohio. And um, it's a lot cheaper. But these guys were just they are of course, not picking through any of this stuff to like recycle, like they're not spending their time. Exactly. It's, it's straight landfill. So when you, when I read about 1-800-GOT-JUNK doing this, I'm just like, that's pretty cool because I mean, Mm -hmm. just think of how hard it is to skim through these, you know, loads of who knows what they're pulling out of people's homes and actually taking the time to, you know, eliminate some waste and, and, uh, Donate and recycle these items.
0: Yeah, I I have to imagine that it's it's a feel good thing, but it's also probably makes some money. um yeah. Because to your point with your the construction mat- debris and material, like there's a charge per yard that the yeah. land the landfill charges. One eight hundred got junk is not a landfill operator, from what I've researched and understood. Yeah. So they got to pay a per per yard charge as well. So my guess is all these diversions from the waste stream are actually just better business practices. Um, and lo and behold, like I do want to ex- disclaim, like did a bunch of research. There are privately held companies. So they didn't have a lot to share other than, <clears throat> like, I mean, if you start googling one, enter got junk. Like it's a lot of ads about them and how to use them and their services and where to find them, which uh-huh. is really great search engine optimization. I mean, kudos to you. Um, why 800 got junk? I think we got to stop saying that. We'll call it the junk guys, maybe. Yeah, um, maybe. um, but, anyways, so what I did find was that in early 2010 2012, they voluntarily undertook an environmental audit of its services in the U.S. and Canada and found that during the sample period, which I couldn't find out how long that was, um, the it's the company diverted over 60% of the junk from landfills, at least 40% of the salvage junk was recycled, and 16% was converted into energy, and 4.5% was reused. So that means out of 100% of the things that they picked up, 60% didn't make it into a landfill. Um, salvaging, or some of, for, and of that 60%, almost half of it was recycled. Mm. A bunch of it was sent to like an incinerator, is what I imagine, like converted to energy. And then, um, four, almost 5% of it was like donated, like meaning like either a thrift store or someone picked it up or they resold it. So I can only imagine they find some good stuff that are like, I mean, yeah, might be an actually the best place to work if you want to like curate a space yeah, or open a restaurant, you know, or have a thrift store, you know, like this becomes like your, your supply line. But I found that interesting. Is like that's like and that was in a Wikipedia page about 1800 got junk, right? So, like after we post this episode, I'm gonna I'm gonna put myself out there or carbonly we'll st- extended carbonly all. Brand. We'll just ask. Like maybe a local 1800 got junk person will talk to us. Maybe they have a distributor they'll talk to us. But it'd be great to see what other the research they have published or what they do share with the public about this, um, and if they have any um. Carbonly hints and tips to help make it. But yeah, we have certainly said what hunter got junk way too many times in this yeah. first ten minutes. So it's still fall cleaning. It's still like, what do we do to get ready for like to clean out our home, feel less stressed? Like, do you got any tips and tricks for a shake? I was going to ask. I was
1: going to ask you what's your favorite, or not even your. What's a memory you have of? like your mom doing the fall cleaning and like, what's one of, what's one of the memories you have of that?
0: Um, I have a few, one of my, it's chilling and this is why, (laughs) um, like right around this September time, she would like wash all those, the sheets, the curtains, like the whole household of stuff that's been collected in the summer, whatever. Right. And we had clotheslines, which we've talked about in the past, how carbon link clotheslines are to dry stuff and because it's colder, she'd go hang that stuff out there and then she'd come in with these cold hands and she'd find us and run her hands Uh. down our back as kids and just (laughs) which is a good memory now but I mean, when you knew she was in and you heard one of your siblings screaming, like you ran, like it's not what you wanted but just, I think the dedication my mom had to it's the fall, it's time to do this list of things which included like we don't need this or why is this hanging on and i mean back this is in the 80s mm-hmm. so like i don't think we recycled anything but we probably donated or found another home yeah. for it or threw in the garbage and i'm not judging my mom on any of those things but it's but those are my favorite memories and it's definitely like hold, held strong for me you know and especially as i've lived around like it's really important to declutter and keep clean yeah. um your home because it's where you live and and it does create stress when you come home and see I don't have as much of my house to live in because these are the things that I haven't found a place for or know how to get rid of.
1: Yeah. Yeah. For how me. About you, yeah. For me, um, I used to hate, I still to this day hate dusting. And um, I mean, my mom would just make us literally just dust everything, take everything down. Um, She would even take the blinds down and like put those in the bathtub with hot water and like vinegar and, you know, wash the blinds and and everything. And then, like you said, go through your summer clothes like, okay you're not going to fit this next summer. Like, let's do something with this and kind of like get rid of get rid of some things. But yeah, just waking up early on the weekends, waking up to the, the sound of a vacuum and usually music playing and having to wake up and clean for hours of, upon hours. but Clean upon hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it instilled something, I think, in both of us to this day to where we at least keep a clean household. Um, it feels good to go into the new year with like a really clean house. Um, so, yeah, dusting dusting yeah
0: yep. you've brought that up in an earlier episode so much you hate to dust so yeah um duly noted i will never <laughs> ask you to dust anything <laughs> in the studio yeah um, what's interesting as we start to like kind of wrap this conversation up and and we'll you know we'll do a little bit more about what, what we'll share in our useful resources all the, the research we were able to find about the junk removal and you know like its benefits but there are other ways for you to tackle it so that's how i'd like to close this mm-hmm. up. A little bit, Shane is like I actually got a letter. It was kind of funny. It's like, oh, this could be in our, our our episode. And this is about getting rid of your harmful household products safely. So, cleaning supplies, or maybe there's I don't know conditioner you don't use anymore, or just some type of like chemicals that you use for cleaning. You know, whether yourself or your house, those things kind of accumulate in your closets and your under your sinks, etc. And the cities really don't want you pouring them down the drain. They, they would prefer everyone not to do that. And this letter here indicates that on October 15th on Sunday, we can go down to union square and bring our bushel load of cleaning supplies that we no longer need or want, or are useful to us or we, for whatever reason, and yeah. drop them off. And they've set up um, a system to take care of it and, and recycle That's it or cool. reduce it, get rid of it. And I, In the multiple cities I've lived in, I know this is a thing, whether it's an event to drop off or it's a there's an actually a location. So if you have a car and you're able to bring stuff there, and and I mean, car batteries, tires, Mm -hmm. like you name it, these things that are hard to dispose of that you could pay a service to come and pick up. There are actually like community resources designed to help you do that. Yep. Um, You know, and it may not be just like the things I'm talking about, but electronic waste, you know, stuff yep. like um, a whole bunch of cables, like they'll have assigned drop-offs. I mean, I remember a day in the small town Kimball where I grew up, it was drop your appliance off day once a year, and they used a big car company, I think a car salesman company as the drop-off point, mm. and you would see it on that day, and there'd be a bunch of trucks and trailers there and people dropping off stuff, but there'd be hundreds, if not a thousand, old appliances yeah now put in the value chain to reduce reuse recycle yep. um and dispose of properly so there are other ways that you can do for yourself but it's just really important to have a plan and kind of start to investigate yep. that um, maybe we could do a follow-up episode of what all a list of all those things are what do you think shape
1: yeah we should i mean because yeah it's kind of like uh how i speak about 311 a lot like there's plenty of uh free tools out there um to help you with these things so it's like you just got to kind of find them support them is number 1 because if yeah. people don't support them they're going to stop so it's like yeah there's there's plenty of plenty of things out there and resources out there available to us so definitely
0: well Feels like a good way to wrap up and maybe go do some of that cleaning ourselves. <laughs> okay, Shane, as we wrap up, um, a lot of ums in my words today. Um, as we wrap up today, just uh, the call out to our Carbonly listeners and our Carbonly family members you know, it is the fall season. So if you're doing some of this downsizing, this decluttering, this cleaning, share with us on our Instagram uh, and let us know what you're doing or what you've what yeah. system or what process you've used to donate in. Shane and I will also do that ourselves, and we'll share some more of the research through our social media posts in the next week or two. Um, after this episode goes live in October. So be look, be on the lookout for that. With that, Shane, I am going to wish you a carbonly Saturday and same to you. Get us going on whatever we're going to do next.
1: Yeah. Till so next time, like I said, Join the conversation. Let us know what topics you want us to cover, how you're being carbonly, and um, hope you're enjoying the podcast.